Hello and welcome to another episode of Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I am your co-host Dave Baldwin and here I am with Tony Baldwin and James Amatuzio. And we're going to just jump right into it this week. We're going to talk about hot dogs. We got a lot to cover. So much to cover. Got a lot to cover. Hot dogs is wrapping up this weekend. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. And we've seen a couple of good ones. A couple of we've there's a few of them that all three of us have seen, and then there's a couple that only two of us two have seen, seen, and then a couple that only one of us have seen. So it's yeah. gonna be we're gonna we're gonna go through the bit, the ones that we've all seen, yeah, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That sounds like a really good plan. Let's yeah. do it. Um, Hit me, James. What do we all uh, see? Yeah, let's start with. Uh, you know what? No, I gotta, I gotta break this up because some of them are just not fun. Uh, <laughs> let's start with. Let's start with second chance. Second, second chance. chance. Let's start with second chance. Tell all me right. what second chance um, is. So second chance. We're talking about a. Well, I mean, it's kind of about two things. I guess the second chance bit <laughs> comes at the very end, but mainly it's a documentary following a a gentleman who, uh, after being involved in a shootout with someone who tried to rob him. Uh, decided allegedly to, allegedly <laughs> uh, decided to try to or decided to to open up a like uh, bulletproof vest company and like his big claim to fame was he would always test them on himself so he would fire large caliber weapons at his own chest at, at like at point like, blank sh- at range. point blank range and then uh, and and that was like his like yeah if I would wear it sort of you would wear it thing and it was very like oh yeah okay you're putting your sort of your money where your mouth is and he became he was like the first one in the game for bulletproof vests and especially light bulletproof vests that weren't like heavy pieces of steel that you're wearing like something you could casually wear and not yeah. make it obvious that you're sitting there with a vest on. exactly exactly and then you know the rest of it is following that company's rise him as a person and he is a unique character yes i would say unique is a good very word. unique character yeah. yeah definitely and he like he was a filmmaker at some point as well yeah and i shooting like, some real high propaganda films. yeah, yeah, yeah i like his propaganda it was yeah. uh it's it was well crafted. I, I I enjoyed watching. <laughs> it, uh, you enjoyed watching the film or the propaganda? The propaganda, like it's just it's just colorful propaganda. I I like when he's doing like the reenactment of how his shootout went. Right. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that one. It's yes. much much more elaborate than yeah. what ha- what what may, may have, have happened. actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa came in on that. I was watching it on my own, and Melissa came in and saw that scene. She's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was it was an interesting way to frame the way that he sees the world as well, um, you know, talking about his dad who came back from the war and was like dead silent and wouldn't talk about the war sort of thing, and then but he was like all gung ho even though he was never in a war, right? yeah. he was just all all for it, yeah, just exactly, like, rah rah, and war. then and then you know like when he started his company he found these police officers that were saved by his vests and then he would shoot reenactments of what happened and how they were saved and like yeah. Then following that one former police officer that I'm assuming that's where Second Chance came from in the first place um, and how his recreation was nothing like what actually happened. And like this, the the cop didn't kill the guy. He just there. He saw a gun. He, re- he fired immediately. And then the guy went down and he went down because he got shot too in the chest. And that was it. confrontation was over and guy got arrested and yada yada but like 
Mr. Bulletproof Vest guy was like, nope, that's not what we're doing in the reenactment. You're going to fucking execute this man. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, you got to make it more exciting. Like, that doesn't sound like an interesting story at all. He's got to sell these fucking things. He's a salesman. He's a salesman. Sure. It's a sales pitch. Man. Showmanship. But, but that was also followed up with his view of if you try to kill a police officer, you should be executed. Yes. You should yeah. be dead and buried. It doesn't matter. Even if you don't succeed in killing the cop, you need to die now. Yeah. yeah. Well, he That's... had some strong views. Yeah. He was very... Some, <laughs> some, some, some strong, strong views. views. He was very opinionated. Like you said, he is a unique character, and yeah. I think it was very interesting to to uh, to watch him interview and how he kind of... He's very off the cuff and... It's very no nonsense. Yeah. He's like, this is who the guy is. This is not a Hollywood yeah. portrayal no. of this guy. Yeah. This is who this guy is. Yeah. yeah. And he, I don't think he self incriminates himself or he incriminates himself, but. Yeah. He's very careful on the words that he uses. Like, yeah. I thought that was a couple of times. A couple of times. Other times, Sometimes I'm just like, like oh, dude, why are you talking? Like, oh, please stop, yeah. stop, stop, stop it now. Yeah. <laughs> stop. But, um,. Yeah. I did like the stuff with the other cop, with that cop you were yep. just speaking about, and I did love that ending where they oh, brought yeah. him back together with his, uh, what the, the the man who shot him. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. two completely really nice. different people yeah. now. Yeah, and they're apologizing to each other, and it's a yeah. beautiful, it's beautiful. Well, even even that emotional. Yeah, even that interview with the guy who I I was surprised that they interviewed the guy who actually shot him and stuff, and like yeah. he seeing him break down and showing remorse, like well, and and that's what it is, right? Like crazy. it's 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 that to me, it's it's what that cop was saying, and like what Mister Bulletproof Vest was saying about how you sh- he should have been executed sort of thing and like how that cop in his own department got a lot of flack for not killing the guy yeah and like how like the because it made more paperwork which is also absolutely Crimey fucked river. Yeah. Um, yeah so having that and then you know seeing the life that this gentleman was able to make at the end yeah it's it's a feel-good story he didn't end up falling back into a life of crime it set him on the right path yeah it's, yeah. A, it's a hunky-dory ro- roses story but it is a story that is very powerful. Like it's, he made a decision. He de-escalated the situation. He didn't yeah. take the other yeah. cops' preferred route of no, he didn't killing the guy for for shooting him once in a bulletproof vest. And mm-hmm. like, the guy turned his life around. Like, if if we want to talk about like, it's how not- policing should work. That's probably the best outcome given the situation that happened. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, like it's yeah. not an all roses. Like he, he served his time and yeah. he, cha- he, he turned changed it his around. Life. Yeah. And it was, it's really heartwarming, and kind of bittersweet to see them like embracing and yeah. crying and saying they're sorry. Yeah. Like showing them remorse, like Tony said, and based like. In complete contrast yeah. to the rest of the exactly. movie, that's very much rah rah police, yeah, rah rah kill, kill the cop killers, yeah, yeah, and then like the the bit with uh, the soldier who died because he had the shitty, uh, oh. they started making yeah. shittier vests, yeah, and like how the downfall and it's it's a wild story, yeah, and the director Raman Barani, uh, he also did the White Tiger, White Tiger. last yeah. year, which I enjoyed for the most part and yep. he also did another one called 99 homes with um michael shannon, michael shannon right. and uh andrew garfield which is also quite a riveting picture so it was it was interesting to see him take on a documentary i'm not sure yeah. if he's done documentary before but i liked how he framed it as like 
a suspense thriller yeah. and kind of like more of a narrative. I always, I always like when a documentary feels more narrative than sure. than just here's the subject, here's what happened, right? Here's him right. talking about it. Sure, yeah. It's not, it's not. It's always interesting when they kind of make it more narrative. So I really, yeah. really like this one. I saw it at South by, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. I liked it. I really liked it too. I was the the one part that just made me like really really cringe is when he's like he has like the revolver in his hands and he like points it backwards. And right. Like fucking just shoots himself in the chest. Yeah. Like, what? What the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The close the close range part yeah. kind of worries me. Also that, <laughs> that 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 long shot or the long take that he did where he like I guess he was just firing an empty gun at himself and I was just like yeah Man, this is like super like I was just expecting a, one of them to blow up and he's just like sitting there just clicking this empty handgun yeah. into his own chest and I'm like what wow what is happening absolutely wild 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 also maybe have like a a shot from further away to tell sure. me it, it works because yeah if i'm if i'm believing you and i'm going to war chances yeah. are it's not going to be close up yeah it's yeah. not going to be like, like my, right limit, against my, my limited chest. knowledge of how weapons and, and bulletproof vests work i feel like you should also have footage of you getting shot from far away further away, <laughs> further away. I mean, yeah it, it, i'm agree i i completely agree with that theoretically it shouldn't matter though because the most amount of speed and impact happens right right away and then everything subsequent distance it slows down more and has less and less of an impact yeah but if you're going to war you're going to want to know that it's that it okay glad it works close range but what about further out what happens maybe maybe close range is how it works better maybe further out like well except for those other vests yeah where it didn't matter (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean we can always, I mean we can always go out and try and see what works. We got some <laughs> Kevlar. Not, we got some Kevlar. I mean, it can't be Kevlar. It has to be his fucking bulletproof his, his vest. Fucking yeah. And you need to buy an assault rifle <laughs> and shoot me from the hill there. Which no. I I'm a dad. I don't we'll want have to, to go to do the that States. to me. We'll have to we go can't, to the we States. Can't do it. We can't do that. I don't want Florida. To Florida. Florida. Florida will nice do place. it. Yeah, Florida will do it. I don't know if you should say nice. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we all liked it. Jimmy, give me the next one. Uh let's do Kids in the Hall. Comedy punks. Another one I saw at South by Southwest, and I loved. Loved this one. This one is my favorite. I haven't really decided what my ranking is, but like this is way up there. And I when I watched at Hot Dogs, yeah, definitely I really, right up there. Really liked it. So good. Um, I. It, it was interesting to see. There was, I don't know about about you guys. If you ever watched like the reruns that would air on tv I've, I've seen segments and i have seen kids in the hall brain candy and i did not understand it when i nice. saw it so i'd love <laughs> nice. to see it again yeah <laughs> i have not seen it so I'd i like have to, not seen it i'd either. actually like to watch it Definitely but like i used to it. watch the reruns because it would be on like comedy network from like eight to ten or some random nonsense or throughout the day if i was now it's called ctv comedy yeah whatever ctv comedy can suck my giant mushroom head i don't know <laughs> Okay, let's not say things. <laughs> Apologies we can't take back. to CTV comedy. You can calm down what with is that, the hyperbole. Bell media? Fuck Bell Media. L- you can calm down <laughs> with the hyperbole. Anyway, Bell Media, this is not what we all feel about your company. <laughs> anyway, I have enjoyed the. Uh, I, I enjoyed the show then, kind of like there were segments and like I was so watching this documentary. They they showed a lot of clips from the show, and there were so many that I remember watching on TV way back so i i liked it from that angle but there was so much more i didn't know like i didn't know that two of them got picked up for snl 
Um, I didn't know Lauren was so heavily involved in getting the show off the ground. Lauren seems to be very involved with a lot of things. A lot of things. I don't know how that man is like... How is that man still trucking along? Like, he's got his fingers in, like, 8,000 different pies. When he goes, it's going to be a sad day for comedy. Man, no kidding. Um, Yeah, so I didn't, like, know anything about their backstory at all. I just knew their their comedy and their sketches. Yeah. Um, So it it was a really interesting look at, like, their dynamic, how they found each other. Mm-hmm. Um, their rise through the show, their internal fallout, how it hasn't all been like sunny roses. It was yeah. especially shooting brain candy. It was uh, a fucked experience. I and... le- I really really admired that they're talking smack about each other. Yeah, I really admired that. That it's all not just like I love all yeah. of you. It's like fuck this guy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Him and you for could doing tell this. when they were yeah. when they started to get through the fallout, like they started not holding back, and like, yeah. they were really saying how they felt about the other person. Yeah. You don't normally see that. In, yeah those kind of documentaries everyone's just like oh yeah we fucking loved each other and yeah. everything's all like hand jobs and all this yeah, stuff yeah, right? yeah. and like, no it definitely was not i admired that they actually let them go off the cuff and say what they felt yeah and i liked that it was it got dark and then it got light and then it was yeah. dark again and i liked that they didn't stay they managed to track how they came about what they what they did their influence how they like left yep and then how they're starting to come back. To come back around, yeah. And they didn't spend too much time on any one topic. No. Like, it's an hour and a half long, and I'm told that when it premieres on Amazon Prime, or sorry, Prime, when it premieres on Prime Video, sure. it's going to be in two parts, which I'm like, really? Why? I why? don't know why, but okay, sure. I think it might just be part of the new series. For, oh, I okay. see. Like, I think it might just be, they might just clip it as like, episodes of the new series because the new series started the other is either starting or about to start i think it's okay. about to start about to start because they talk about it at the end of the dock is it yeah. like a is it like a sk- new like sketch no, show? yeah yeah, yeah. oh a yeah, new sketch it's, show. it's okay. kids in the hall is back the same show it's, it's back oh yeah. shit okay it's just the new series yeah. of them as old guys yeah. doing their thing but they were showing clips of it at the end yeah i remember seeing yeah. it at the end yeah I couldn't fucking believe that for every live taping, they had the band there playing for everything. I was like, what the fuck? Every episode? You yeah. didn't you didn't record any of it? Yeah. So it's all yeah, just yeah. live? Ridiculous. Uh-huh. And Mike Myers was pissed he didn't get oh, into yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, Mike, the Mike Myers bits were, like, amazing. I just love him talking and how, like, yeah. he really wanted to be a part of Kids in the Hall. And then when it finally, like, they started getting, like, SNL, he's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they did it. That could have did been what he wanted to do. No. Uh, but, well, he's... It's all worked out in the it end. It all worked him, out in the end. But, but like, it's still it's weird hearing Mike Myers speak as Mike Myers yeah, yeah, and not yeah. as a character. Sure. Yeah. Especially because he and he has a new Netflix show which just came out, which apparently which is all he's, characters. He's every character in the show. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That sounds that sounds like a triumph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just honestly, it was a really enjoyable hour and a half documentary about a show that like I remember kind of and i probably was too young for it then and i think i want to watch it all again now and you're probably still too young for it now probably probably <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't a i wasn't a grunge punk in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> i was just born like just wa- watching it and seeing like the sketches and stuff like i don't have memory of watching any kids in the hall but mm-hmm. like seeing the sketches and stuff it like triggered something for me i was like wait i think i've seen this like mm-hmm. this makes sense yeah Right, and it was it was phenomenal. I I had a blast watching it. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. They had they brought a lot of good 
good people to talk about it. And yeah, and good talking cats outside yeah. of them, like Mike Myers, uh, Eddie Izzard, yeah. um, Lauren uh, Ash from Superstar yes, was in there. Thank you. Too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. <laughs> <actually. laughs> yeah. It's just there's a, they bring together a lot yeah. of comedians that aren't necessarily completely relevant now. Yeah, wasn't or, uh, or, or Eric McCormick was in there too? Or are le- yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the yeah. guy less from Will and Grace, yeah. right? Less relevant yeah. now, but would have been bigger in like the yeah. 90s and the 2000s type thing. Exactly. Yeah. And oh, and Fred Armisen. And yeah. Fred, Fred Armisen, Armisen yeah. yeah. Like J, uh, they, Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Janine Gar- Garofalo. Yeah, she showed up. She Like, these are like pretty influential comedians talking about this this little Canadian group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That made it. The little Canadian troupe that could. That could. Yeah. And they're recording at the the Rivoli, right? Yeah, yeah, which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I, God bless the Rivoli. Like, I don't know. Like, I I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, and I like their whole thing too about how they got to their show was just like they just kept going. They just kept. It didn't matter. Some days it didn't work. Some days it did. Yeah. And then when they had enough material, they just put it all together, and then it really worked. Yeah. Good for them. But. Enjoyable. Uh, enjoyable, enjoyable, I top really tier. It. Yeah, looking top forward, tier for sure. Looking forward to watching the the new show. The new yes. show, yeah. And yeah. brain candy, and brain candy. Yeah. So you want to jump down into something? Yeah, let's let's go darker. a little a little. Yeah, yeah. let's well, go. Dar- I mean, there, there was some darkness in Kids in the Hall. Like, there's the entire oh, sure entire point when he has cancer, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, and it that gets bleak, bleak, very bleak. Yeah. Like they're still talking shit about each other, but like you could see, yeah. there's a lot more emotion. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, so it's not like it was all like. Oh no no no! Fun. I know. Yeah. No. But yeah, let's get let's, let's get more bleak. slightly let's... slightly more lighthearted subject matter now <laughs> yeah. into yeah. Let's head. get into something heavier, James. All right, let's. Uh, so let's finish off the uh, our our longest pieces on with Riotsville, USA. Ooh. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. That was the only right. thing I thought the entire documentary. All right. Calm down, NWA. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This I'm movie s- just got me real mad. Yeah. I'm sorry. You guys would be white. <laughs> yeah. White WA. Yeah. <laughs> WWA. WWS. <laughs> um, yeah. I. Can we just point out that I read more in that documentary than I do in most yeah. articles <laughs> on the news? Yeah. Like, so, so to, to, to get some context, this documentary was shot all with shot, not even shot. I would say it was just it edited. consisted of uh, entirely archival footage uh, that was either well, it was mainly public domain at this point. Um, some things that they got from a couple news stations, but mostly or I guess thankfully. Um, anything that the federal government ever records or makes is just immediately public domain. No one yeah. can own it. The the people of America own it. So mm-hmm. it was very helpful for them because they were able to get very high quality copies of this film that was shot. Um, so the whole thing is done that way. There is a couple pieces of voiceover that feels more like slam poetry. Um, <laughs> and then the rest is just reading. And yeah it, it's not a documentary that you can do other things while you're watching it because you miss crucial pieces of information it's, if you look away seriously it's more of a visual essay yeah i guess visual, it's a video essay yeah, it's an sure. art piece yeah an it's art more art, artsy visual yeah. essay yeah. than it is than it is like a yeah than a traditional a documentary. traditional documentary yeah. like every documentary is basically an essay but yeah. this one is more like you said you can't really look away no. from it um and which 
screwed me over because I definitely was bored to tears through most of this I was movie. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was it was a hard it was a hard one to get through. Yeah. Even though it wasn't it wasn't super long, but like it, no. you just it felt it because it, it you dragged had it to, dragged so hard. It felt yeah. it. Like I I think it's an important documentary. Agreed. And I think it's very relevant and crucial to what is happening now. Well, great, especially is, since the, the fucking techniques that they learned in the sixties are still happening now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and and they still don't know what to fucking do properly, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, you you say that, but they were trained in a certain way, Tony. Yeah, yeah. And I guess to to add slightly more context as well, um, the the we'll call it an essay itself was about um a fake town that they built on a military base back in the sixties, uh, that they dubbed or nicknamed Riotsville, USA. And it's where police chiefs would go, military personnel would go, uh, National Guard, thing, like every organization would go to learn tactics for how to deal with uh, riots. Because in the, in the mid-60s, there was a ton of rioting that started happening because people were upset about a lot of various different things, and people are still upset about those exact various different it's things. Like, it's, like, it's like nothing's, fa- nothing's yeah. changed, James. And that was, and you know what, like, and when they were talking about you know, Riotsville was happening and people, the police were learning these techniques. And at the same time, they were running a report to see how do we fix society. And the report came out and it was like, it was Lyndon Johnson commissioned that report. And the report came out and it's like, do these things, fix housing, give people like a basic income, like really novel ideas that are still not implemented today. And the entire U S government and everyone else just went, nah, you know what we can do instead? Just train police. We'll just beat the shit out of them. It's fine. If we beat them, then this will all go away and we can get back to doing whatever we were doing in the first place. Yeah. And then we just kept that policy for the last 70 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I said, I, I was very... I would... It's not terribly interesting, but it's a fascinating look yeah. at real footage of how these techniques were implemented or how they were created and yeah. how things like if you showed, if you made that more like if you said it was from 2015, I bet you, you yeah. would still be like, yep, that still looks, that looks, <laughs> that checks out. I want to talk yeah. about two quick brief things. One, I loved the, cause they had to, it was basically just army personnel that had to like dress up as rioters. Hilarious! Yeah. All of and them they act. Like, they were acting. And they were too. acting too. <laughs> yeah, they were acting yeah. too. Can't I'm gonna that. get some guys and come back and get you. I'm gonna the guys hanging out of the yeah. fucking bus, yelling yeah. and calm, screaming. Calm, like, Jesus, calm down. No Jody one's giving Foster. you an Academy Award for this fucking performance, buddy. Uh, second, what the fuck was that interview with that tear gas guy? Yeah, like what? That guy was just asking all leading questions. It's like, so are you the you, you're the biggest manufacturer of tear gas in the United States? Yes, I'm the biggest oh manufacturer my. of tear gas in the United States. So would you say that tear gas is the most effective way of <laughs> dealing with riots? Yes, tear gas is the most effective way of dealing with... What the fuck is this interview? Is this an ad for tear gas? Who needs an ad for tear gas? Advertorial, yeah. These guys, yeah. Good God. Yeah. Just atrocious. Yeah. My, yeah. So I was just going to say, one of my favorite parts was the uh, was the audio from Lyndon Johnson <laughs> He was going to tell the guy, he's like, you're going to do it this way, or I'm going to cut your pecker off. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Johnson's hardcore, like, man. He's H-core about, about this. Like, he's real serious. Calm down, LBJ. 
<laughs> Calm down. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. D- take it easy. Have, have a chamomile tea, buddy. You exactly. Need to, like, calm, you calm your chill, shit. President of the United States. <laughs> Jesus. I know times are tough, but you don't get to cut a guy's dick off. He only it's got true. it because Kennedy died. Well, yeah. That's true. <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Right. Pour one out for our man Kennedy. Pour one. I also liked all the coverage in, in, uh, about the conventions. I liked that they kind of steered away from the Democratic one because everyone kind of knows about that everyone one. Everyone knows about that damn yeah. one. When they, they talk about the trial Republican of Chicago one, 7, if yeah. you want to know more. Mm-hmm. It um, seems like that one. that one's like the pinnacle yeah. of riots. So when and they're like, nice oh, yeah, one. and there was a Republican one, it's like, Oh, oh, really? Okay. And then there that was like that sense. whole thing that happened, and like the breaking news, and then um, I didn't realize Bush was in the running at that point, but I guess it was. It wasn't Bush? No, Reagan, not Bush. Uh, Reagan. Reagan. I'm sorry, Reagan was there. Yeah, Reagan. yeah, because they um, go into Reagan Nation, and yeah, because yeah. Ra- would have been the rise of Reagan around there. Like Bush wouldn't. Uh, have it was come starting in. because we still have to get through Nixon. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, it would have been no, like Nixon going, going into Reagan type thing. Yeah. Yes, like Nixon. Yeah. And wasn't wasn't Jimmy Carter in there too? Well, he was on the Democratic side. Yeah. Either way, yes. Bush did, Bush wasn't cl- until close right. to the yeah. The, you're the right. Late you're right. 80s, you're right. It was late eighties. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Reagan Bush at that point. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It was upsetting to see all of that and that it's still relevant. Still relevant. Still I think it's ne- it's change. necessary. It's a necessary view, but it's. Could have been less just, reading. Yeah, less. I don't even know if it should have been less reading. I just, I think it should have been more advertised as a visual essay than a, than a, yeah, than a, than a documentary, than a traditional yeah. documentary. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I had to. It took me a couple sittings to get through it, but I can't imagine seeing that one in the theater. <gasps> oh man, yeah, I probably would have melted into my seat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially if it was after like a long day. If you saw, if that was your third oh, or fourth was, of yeah. the day, yeah, no, that would have been just, nap city. Been like, nap all right. City. All right t- yeah. Checking out, yeah. checking out. Take important, but important. Interesting way of doing it, but yeah, and maybe not the best execution for a documentary yeah. specifically. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so that covers off the three sort of longer ones we want to talk about. Um, do we want to go into some other ones? And yeah. Talk sort yeah, of briefly hit, about things. Yeah, sure. Hit me, James. Um. Actually, you know what? Well, now we can kind of do like a mixed bag since we've kind of all either seen, we've either both seen it or only one of us has seen it. Um, so, Tony, hit me with one of yours. Uh, let's start with the last lap dance. Cool. Of course. Sell me on it. <laughs> the last lap dance is about um, it's about the protests in Tel Aviv, Israel, because a bunch of strip clubs got shut down. And uh, they Was were this because of the pandemic? Um, or was no, it before think, the pandemic? I think it was like before the pandemic into the pandemic kind of thing. They don't really like that kind of thing over in in, in Israel, like prostitute. They, it the, was they don't. Nah, right. <laughs> but like they were there. Sex work. Sex sex work. So it no. But I'm trying to say like it was about strip clubs getting shut down and like them putting more um laws and stuff against prostitution, and then it just turned into a all out like sex sex workers uh protest. Mm. Overall. Great message. Very, very, very good about female empowerment. And sure. they, they kind of tried to sell you that uh, stripping is like an art, yep. an art form kind of thing. I could see it, right? The only problem with that, the problem is it dragged. It dragged for me. And the one thing that they, the one thing that they did was 
um they had the person they had the person talking and it was all in subtitles by the way um so they had the person talking and then in the side they god, had god forbid you had to pay attention right <laughs> but in the on the side yeah um they had like a little text of what they've done right so it was like this person's done like she has an mba in business and oh cool tra- so like a trading yeah. card like yeah. a trading card almost <laughs> right fun facts fun facts but the problem about that is your eyes go up to there, but then they're talking like a mile a minute. So you're like oh, trying you're to catch up with the subtitles and yeah. stuff. And it's so fucking frustrating because like you're trying to look, but you're trying to look at their trading card and then you're looking down what they're trying to say, then right. back to the trading card. And like, it was a frustrating watch. So Tony doesn't like reading. All right. <laughs> All right. Did you watch that one shortly after like Ryansville? Was it just like Novel City? Um, I can't remember when we watched this one, but like, no, 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 no. It was, it was, it was after. Oh, I think. Right. I think we started the day with. You took one. a break. We nice. took a break. We took a break. But I thought. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I liked the message. I like what they were trying to say, uh, portray in the documentary. But it. It just dragged. Yeah. Fair. Good stuff. Fair. Um, did anyone watch the Quiet Epidemic? No, it's on my. I was gonna probably watch. So it was just me. All right, cool. That's that's fine. I can. can Well, you you were you were the one that wanted to see it. I did really want to see it mainly because yeah, I I kind of mentioned in the previous episode how like I've I've had two ticks on me in my life so far, and that's been in the four years that I've lived in Hamilton. So, blessings. I'm about fifty percent year per tick (laughs) ratio. And me and Dave have lived far longer in Hamilton, have not had a run. We also team. don't like going in the woods. There you go. Yeah, you we need to stay away from the, the wooded areas. Yeah, we yeah. avoid the woods. Um, anyway, I, I was kind of, it was an interesting documentary talking about how Lyme disease and like long-term Lyme disease is not a well-respected disease, which sounds weird. Basically, Are there's... diseases respected? Well, I mean, in terms of the medical community actually agreeing that they exist there. So it's like disrespected in the sense that like, there's a whole subset of people that have been suffering from Lyme disease after a tick bite that have a whole host of symptoms, including we follow this one girl and her family who like can no longer walk Mm. and like can't function, can't stand properly anymore. Like it's just like a a former shell of who she was. She, She was bitten by a tick in when she was like 11 and then it just was like an immediate downturn and like now she's like she's taking like 78 medications and like can't walk Jesus. she met the pope that yeah. didn't help um anyway like well, yeah if it's not john paul it's not going to help yeah, yeah. it was francis though so that's good right. um yeah. but anyway yeah so it was following her as kind of like here's how bad lyme disease is and then the rest of the documentary was about Here's what's happening on the medical side and why no one thinks it exists. And a lot of it has to do with money and who's being paid by who and how everybody's linked together. And, uh, yeah, there's a medical consensus that Lyme disease is not something that severe long-term Lyme disease does not exist. Um, There was a vaccine for Lyme disease that can literally prevent Lyme disease from ever happening. And uh, no one took it because no one believes that Lyme disease is a real thing. So it got pulled from the market. <laughs> so Jesus it was Christ. a really frustrating documentary to so, watch. So this this poor girl. Yeah. She just struck yeah. down by God. Yeah, exactly. Or whoever you believe in. Exactly, like, yeah. Struck down by a higher power. So, I mean, they're trying to get her better and, like, they're going to different places. She did uh, stem cell therapy and, like, that didn't really work either. It's it's a long saga for this girl, but um, they're, they're, it's starting starting now to come around that like there is a vaccine we can 
make it again. I think uh, there's a, a country or a few countries in Europe that are banding together to actually make Lyme disease because ticks are now everywhere and it's starting to become more prevalent and we could probably deal with this vaccine. So let's just like make it anyway. So that's where that documentary leads off to overall. Good, not great, frustrating because of how simple the solution is. and No one seems to want to do anything about it. Well, if the pandemic has taught us anything, James, is that people don't like being told what to do and True. also don't like taking vaccines. True. True. So. I digress. I watched The Talented Mr. Rosenberg, oh, which nice. is about the uh, the so-called Yorkville swindler. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm in. <laughs> So this gentleman, uh, he's just he's just a con artist. Oh, and uh, he's just stolen a whole lot of money, and he's taken from a lot of people who have been left with nothing. Right. And they interview him, which I thought was fascinating because he's out of jail. Yeah. He's gone to jail like numerous times, but he's out of jail now. And they interview him, and he's literally changing his story as he's speaking jesus <laughs> and then when jesus. he's presented with then then there's certain moments where they're like that's not actually what happened <laughs> this is what happened so it was yeah. like this is him talking then they're like okay this is what really happened so it's again it's frustrating and sure. it's there's part of it that's entertaining part of it that drags and i feel like there could have been more cohesion right but it's also kind of fun when you're sitting there and he's like oh yeah it's at the corner of uh Osgood and um, Dundas. Sure. I was like, oh, I know where that is. <laughs> I know that spot. <laughs> I know that spot. And then he's walking through Yorkville. I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. I recognize every sure. single place you're walking through. But apparently he's banned from Yorkville. Nice. Like he can't even go to Yorkville. He still goes, but he's he's supposed to be banned. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, but it, it was entertaining. It's a CBC documentary. So it was quick and short. And I just feel like it could have had a little more cohesion. Mm-hmm. But it's also it's also kind of interesting to watch somebody lying through their teeth. Sure. And saying it so well that even he's believing himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife really wanted to watch it. And I don't think she was absolutely thrilled with it either. But it was interesting. Nice. So entertaining, but... Entertaining, interesting, informative, but... Could have done with some, some some tightening up. Some tightening up, yes. Tony. Uh, let's go to the one that I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Handle with care. Sure. It's the basketball one. Yep. It's about these uh, these group of guys who were doing uh, mixtapes. Like, think of... Uh, Jock jams? Think <laughs> of, like, the and the an one. You guys probably wouldn't know this because you guys weren't basketball no. players. I understand what a mixtape is. So, like, it was yeah. like an and one mixtape kind of thing sure. where, like, they were doing um, crazy stunts in, like, street ball oh, and, like, it. those, like, fancy tricks and, like, think of, like, Harlem Globetrotters. Video kind of compilation. Thing. Yeah. There we yeah. go. So, it wasn't the and one mixtape, but it was, yeah. like, their own, like, mixtape sure. thing. And it was followed these five basketball players through, like, the trials and tribulations of, like, them being a part of this team right. and playing basketball and what basketball meant to them. Um, Deeply personal for me because sure. I played basketball for most of my childhood. Um, it was Canadian. They were in Vancouver, so nice. they were they were referencing uh, the NBA Hoop It Up, which is like a, a three on three tournament for children and that kind of thing. Yeah. They have that in Ontario. I know people who played at the Hoop It Up cool. tournament and stuff. So that was were very you good enough to play in Hoop It Up. 
I did not play in Hoop It Up. I played something Sorry. similar. I played. I actually played in uh, a CFL, NFL, um, six on six flag football kind nice. of thing, um, which has nothing to do with which basketball. has nothing to do with <laughs> basketball. Yeah. But so it's like, not similar at all. It's not, <laughs> it's not even the same fucking sport. <laughs> Anyways, um, it actually reminded me of another basketball documentary that I watched last year that was called Raise the Bar. Uh, about this uh, girls team in Iceland. Um, They were going up the ranks, playing all these girls teams, just completely demolishing them. And then when it came to them trying to go into the boys tournament, the boys wouldn't let them because they wouldn't allow the cross, uh, the cross play between girls and boys. Sure. And then God forbid, God forbid. Right. But um, really, really well done. Um, I really enjoyed this. Any basketball lover would love it. Anyone who actually played, intramural sports when they were kids they would like this too deeply deeply good documentary nice when you when you were playing ball yes when you shot would you say that you were able to whip it (laughs) (laughs) i love that you uh you found a way to work that in there yeah it's cute it's cute it's very nice and then he just kobe the air (laughs) kobe kobe anyway Hey, yo, Kareem. <laughs> oh, you suck, Kareem. <laughs> okay, so I'll have to watch that one. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like one I'll have to watch. And what else do we got? Um, James, you got one? Yeah, we can talk about... Uh, well, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, but... Uh, let's go. Let's go with Navalny. Navalny. I missed this one. Fuck. Man. You... You missed out. You missed out, my I still got like, time. Still got time. It's like Hot number two. On until number tomorrow. two of my festival. It is. Man. Nice, nice, nice. It is one to watch, All my right. friend. I absolutely love that it's more of a political thriller than, oh, yeah. uh, than a documentary, per se. Anyway, it follows Alexand- Alexei Navalny uh, shortly after his uh, attempt, uh, assassination attempt and his basically his investigation into who did it. Um, yeah, plus like how he got to yeah, yeah. plus him the, in the point of and, getting yeah. <laughs> an attempted assassination yeah. and who he is as a person as well. Yes, um, I so there is a point in the documentary where they do kind of figure out everything that happened and who was responsible for it by just prank phone calling one of the guys that was part of the plot and he yeah. fell for it. <laughs> yeah, it's prank call. He's, it's just like cranky anchors. It's fucking oh, fuck. insane. He spills everything. Everything! Like, the entire plot. How they poisoned him. Where they poisoned him. When it happened. <laughs> why it wasn't a success. The in- Everything. It's riveting. The entire... Yeah. And you're just watching this going, oh my, oh my, oh my god. Yeah, and even James, oh my just, James just explaining that to you, you still aren't prepared for it yeah. when it happens. <laughs> and that, that guy's fucking dead. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, he went that guy's gone. Sure. Yeah. He went missing shortly yeah. after, and I don't think he's with us anymore. Yeah, pour one out for that guy. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> yeah. I also, I also enjoyed the bit in the documentary where they were talking to him a little bit about um, how he... It's a, it's a hard concept to get around in the West, but like he's, he's marching with known nationalists and like white supremacists and uh and things like that and they're like well how how do you how do you justify that how do you justify being around these abhorrent people and he's like look if you all have a common enemy who fucking cares like the bigger problem right now is that vladimir putin exists yeah like i don't 
I'm marching with these folks because we're all against the same enemy. Do I agree with them? No, but we all right now are united against the same thing. We need to get rid of Vladimir Putin and get someone else in power that can start like undoing the mess that exists. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and it's just like, he's apparently asked by that, by like every Western media interview that he's ever done. They always ask him that. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to like, do you want me to sit here politically and be like, Oh, you know what? This group of people that I need in order to try to overthrow this government, I have to just like push aside because of the rest of their beliefs. Like, no, no, no. This is a bigger problem, and it's just something that doesn't yeah. it doesn't make sense here because we don't live in a society that's like that. We don't know what it's like exactly. Right? So I I enjoyed that. Well, I, bit. See, I see the point of not wanting to march with Nazis. No, I get <laughs> it, but like at some point you just don't have a choice. <laughs> like. It's an absolute must watch. Yeah, 100%. And it's very, very timely going based on what's going on now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I saw this at Sundance and I rewatched part of it now. And yeah, it's still hard hitting. Yep. It's still. <coughs> it still hits you like a stack of bricks when it's done. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. It's very, very good filmmaking. Yeah. I would not be surprised if this shows up. For the Oscars? For the Oscars. Yeah, 100%. I wouldn't um, be surprised. I think this one's a big contender. Tony, it's you better watch one, it. It's definitely one yeah, we're definitely going to still be talking about at the end of the year. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm definitely going to watch it this weekend. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. What are you doing yeah. right now? Obviously, yeah. watching the Go. Yeah, go. Go. Me and James will finish it off. Go. Go. Get out of here. Hit me with another one, Dave. What do you got left? I can hit you guys with one while sure. Dave finds one. Go for uh, it. I didn't see you there. Oh, nice. Very yes. nice. What was that about? So this was about, um, I forgot his name. It's okay. <laughs> um, hang on a sec. Um, Reed Davenport. Okay. Um, he's a dis- disabled filmmaker. He's in a, he's in a wheelchair. And sure. This is important to the story, obviously. Okay. We're getting there. Um, he films the entire documentary from him in a wheelchair. Oh. So when he when he's um, when he's going down the street, you see his point of view. Right. Right. Sure. And um, this uh, circus tent comes up, and it sparks interest in him to. Oh, look at, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. The legacy of the circus and like sure. the whole like um, um, ele- evolution of the freak show. Right? right. And he's trying to connect it to his own personal life to see to see this the similarities of how they sure. were viewed at the at the circus and how he is viewed in, right in public and just very hard hitting doc um it needed a little bit more focus i didn't really know if it was about his struggles or if it was about the circus because he keeps leaning hard into the circus and then he s- tries to wrap it around to him right um he, it was it was good I would rec- I would recommend it. I really loved the point of view shots from uh, the wheelchair. Sure. Um, but overall, like decent talk. Nice. Yeah. Dave. Dave. The killing of a journalist. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, this one was. Uh, it's heavy. This one was heavy. It's about a, a journalist and his wife who were murdered in Slovakia. Yep. Um, because he was investigating. Um, certain politicians and people with ties to politicians and uh, the mafia. Yeah. Yeah. And um, a lot, a lot going on, a lot to process. Tony would yeah. hate it because he had to read. You'd have to read. It's a lot of reading. A lot oh, of reading. Dude. There's actually quite I'm a bit God. that's in English, though. There is quite a bit in English. No, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to just stop that? <laughs> it's, it's, 
It's heavy. Yeah. It's very heavy. It's very interesting. It's a wild-ass fucking ride. It's a wild ride and uh, pretty frightening at some points. Yeah. Like, they're... Uh, they're milit- is it the military police that, yeah. that are just like wearing balaclavas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that was unsettling. It's it's just very unsettling. Yeah. And I think it to grip me a little more, I think it needed to explain a little more about Slovakian politics. Yeah, a little bit. I, I kind, kind of had of to w- piece together how that government is set up. And you kind of get it by the end, but you're not quite sure. And I think there should have been a little more on who this journalist was yeah. and why it was so important for him to cover and to do these, to yeah. put this coverage out yeah, there. Yeah. It was like why he started Why he started it. it. Yeah. Because yeah. like they touch on it, but they don't really explain it and afterwards yeah. it's not so much about him as so much as it is about them figuring out how he got murdered yeah and what led to him getting murdered it, it, like the why yeah. i wanted yeah. more of the, the why, why. yeah why did they want this guy dead right yeah i i did like that he you know uh, given his untimely death that he did end up leaving a legacy so, sorry not untimely untimely murder untimely murder and was murdered um he did die too. Anyway, I, I know, but let's not. Let's okay, not, fine. Yes, let's his, not get his, around it. His, he was murdered. His, his untimely, an untimely death due to a murder. Thank you. Um, there you go. Thank you for clarifying. Ending like he did leave a legacy behind because it spurred an investigation that just kept fucking going deeper and deeper and deeper, and like the hold of corruption is just vast. Yeah, it was insane how far down that goes, and like how everyone at the top levels of government in Slovakia basically orchestrated this guy's murder straight up like without any any idea that what was uh, what was about to happen was going to like end the entire thing for them it's crazy it wasn't like a topless model in the cabinet or something sure was sure was a topless italian model was, <laughs> was like their quiet. like minister of like state affairs or something i was like what <laughs> I don't know. You guys Insane. are kind of selling me on this. I might. You should I watch might, it. It is watch it in. It's worth watching. Yeah, it's good. It, not it's, great, it's, but good. It is well. It's it's well made. Yeah. I just think there should have been a little more contextual stuff yeah. to it. Makes sense. Yeah. Any last ones we want to get to? Uh, I have two. We got two more. Sure. Go. Uh, I'm gonna start with mine, and then the one that me and you have watched. Yep. James. Sounds good. Um, so we'll start with a little funny one. It's called Sexual Healing. Nice. Healing. Uh, it was about a disabled woman who wanted to experience sex. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds yeah. real. That sounds like a barrel. <laughs> Uplifting. <laughs> but it was. So it's not about Marvin Gaye. No, it's definitely not about <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Um, she wanted this. This subject wanted to experience sex, but in a good way. Right. She had experienced sex before, and because of the, the spasms in her back, she wasn't able to um, have a good experience. And, oh. like, her partners okay. didn't really have patience with her and everything. Sure. So she goes to, like, a sex caregiving um, business. Nice. And it was just a very cute and uplifting story. Um, there's there's uh, there's scenes where she goes into, like, the sex shop, and they're, like, going through, like, vibrators. and Nice. Um, they they found they they sold her on a swing. Oh, cool! <laughs> They're like telling cool. her how to like go yeah. in this swing and how it would how it would work and right. stuff. And she was just she was just so cute 
and um, she was um, inspiring, right? Because the whole message, the whole end message at the end was um, owning yourself. Like you have, you have these things that hold like roadblocks that hold you back from experiencing life. Yep. And you should just own those things and go experience life. And yeah. the only thing that I would say that was bad about it was it just abruptly ended. Oh, like I was into right. it. I was into the story. I was like ready to go and everything. And then it just, it just sort of ended. Oh. And I was like, wait, that's it. Oh, I wanted more. I wanted more. Sure. The subject was so interesting. I could listen to her talk, uh, forever. She was, she was, nice. she was funny. She was honest. She was real. Great, great, great subject. Cool. Really loved it. So kind of like the sessions. Yeah. That was, mm. that was another thing I had written down. It, it, it reminded me a lot of that for sure. You, you saw that with your mother. Yeah, 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 you, you yeah. sure did. Yeah, she thought she was, was she was a little scared by that. Uh, she was a little awkward. It's okay. She made it through. She did make it through. She did yeah. make it through. But not that I understand. Like it wasn't like it was. <laughs> it wasn't like it was like hardcore. Sex no, no, sex. no. I know. For the sake of sex. Yeah. Heartwarming documentary. I would cool. highly recommend it. All right. And our last one. It's the art of silence. Art of silence. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Do we just sit here in silence? No, we have to mime it. We have to mime it. <laughs> you have to mime it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's about Marcel Marceau. Yes. Yes, it yes. is about Marcel Marceau, who, who I guess popularized miming, pantomiming. Yeah. Um, based on his, yes, Davis trapped in a box. Um, based on his, we'll his just love leave him of, in the box, right? Yeah, he yeah. can stay in his. He can his, stay in. The there's no air box. holes though, so <laughs> he's gonna die. He's gonna soon. die. Um, he has uh, now died in the box. I have yes. expired. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he popularized pantomiming based on his love of, of Charlie Chaplin. He founded a school and yeah. did a lot of like silent work and comedy in a way. And um, I thought it was fine. He seemed like a really interesting subject and, and had a really interesting life and, and led to some really, a really cool legacy of, of you know, founding a school and, and people wanting to come better and like then they took those lessons away to you know try to help people with parkinson's it was very interesting i was just kind of meh on it i was kind of mad on it too i thought yeah. it was a little slow um yep. diff- not not so difficult to watch like he had an interesting enough life yeah. and uh he was good as a, like i said i keep going back to like the subjects but like in a documentary like the subject has to be interesting yeah. because if it's not interesting like it's just not it's not going to be an enjoyable exactly. watch. And Marcel Marceau is is an interesting subject. Yeah. So I was interested in that. I was just, I was a little let down by it. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it, I thought it would be a little bit more, um, I didn't really know what to expect. It yeah. just, it just kind of. Whatever. Yeah. 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 I went in with no expectations and came out just kind of meh on it. It was fine. It exists. You can watch it. It's. He's if you're interested, guy, if you're interested in the guy and in, yeah. in him and his life, if you didn't really know anything about him yeah. to start with, uh, I would recommend it in that in that sort of sense. But, it kind of gets uh, lost in the weeds. Towards yeah, it the would end. get it would get lost in the weeds for sure. But otherwise, yeah, you guys are really selling me on it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that was hot docs. Our very first our, press accreditation our first press as a podcast. Accreditation as a podcast. Well done, boys. Well, well done. done. We did it. Well done. We, we did it. We, 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 we came out it. the other side. Absolutely. So thank you, Hot Docs, for hosting us. Can't wait to do it again next year. Yeah. Can't wait. So let's move on to our main segment then. 
That wasn't the main segment. God, right? All right, let's right. just wrap it up here. <laughs> just, just, just wrap it up. How was wrap that not it up. The main segment. I, oh, you know, shit. this is what happens when we have to watch. Have to when we decide to watch. Life's hard. James. Fifteen freaking documentaries. Life is so hard. And we so got to talk hard. about them all. I know it's it's hard to be to be uh, to be a podcast host. Um, that being said, I don't know how you sleep at night. I don't know. I don't know. This is why we have to do a main segment too. This is this is it. It's gonna be a you long. Talk ass about episode. a hard life. You yeah. gotta do a main segment now. Fine, hit me with your main segment, James. Uncharted. I fucking hated this movie and everything that it's about. That's, tell that us how you really feel. Sonny. Seriously, right? We even, took we took our finish. we took our fucking shirts off last episode. I think I'm gonna take my shirt off again because I'm this fucking hot on this fucking movie. Wow. You, you just weren't into the Papa John's integration? I don't care. That was a hell of an integration. <laughs> How the fuck long did they have for this movie? And that's what they fucking gave oh, us? Oh, I know. And like it went through, what, like 78 different directors before it settled Seriously. on this? And Mark Wahlberg was casted as fucking Nate Drake and then reverted back and went to fucking Sully. He yeah. went from the main character <laughs> to the supporting character before this movie even got off the ground. Yeah, yeah. It, it will never not be funny. <laughs> yeah. It took so long for the movie to be made that he had to change characters. Oh, my Lord. I didn't like it either. I, I didn't hate it. I, I don't think I'm like as angry as Tony. No, I'm definitely it. not as angry as Tony. It was just, it was just very, very mediocre. Um I say that I hate it, but I still gave. If you saw my letterbox score, I gave it two stars. So it is better than Morbius. Well, the the yeah. shit I took this morning was better than Morbius. Yeah, yeah. but like, <laughs> so, but like, yeah. Do we? I I have I, I I have some stats as well around just video game adaptations. Hit me with some stats. Um, let me switch here. Um, hit me with some stats, and then hit me with some Papa Johns. Hit me, hit, I'm always gonna hit you with some Papa Johns. So. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Papa John. I did a, <laughs> a, as a visual presentation for Dave and Tony only. I have a, a breakdown, a spreadsheet breakdown. That's a lot of, of movies. It's a lot. So I looked at all the live action uh, video game adapt- adaptation movies that went to theater. They're not direct to video ones. Sure. Not animated. So unfortunately, that doesn't include any of like the Pokemon anime. Uh, the ones that made money. The ones that actually <laughs> made money. I wanted to look specifically at live action because we were talking about Uncharted. And there has been a lot. And I've actually seen quite a few of them. I, I was going through the list and I'm like, huh, I've actually seen quite a lot of these. <laughs> um, Imagine that. The the top rated by Rotten Tomatoes and almost by Metacritic as well uh, is somehow Werewolves Within. Yeah, I, was, I keep hearing amazing. So I was going to bring this up too. I looked at a lot of like top video game adaptation lists, and yeah. freaking Werewolf Within was like number one in like ninety percent of them. And yeah. all I know about this movie is Sam Richardson yeah. is the main character. Yeah, and there's werewolves, and there's werewolves, and there's werewolves within within. But the next three below that, and and it's a pretty big disparity. But I think it's just because Werewolves Within was not well, like not widely seen. That so would be fair. Yeah, it, was it probably has less reviews, release. which means it has a higher Rotten Tomatoes score. But very, regardless very, of all of a, that, a limited release. Yeah, and probably because most people don't realize it's a the video next, game film. The next nine, yeah, the next nine movies on this list that a range from a whopping forty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes Oof. all the way to a very peaked sixty-eight percent on Rotten Ooh. Tomatoes. Uh, 
I'll, I'll just fire through this list, and yep. then I kind of want to make a point about what is what I think might be happening. So at the very bottom of that next nine movies, so this is like the top ten, uh, it starts with Uncharted at number ten. Okay. And then it's Mortal Kombat, the Which one? one from 95. Respect. Then Monster Hunter. Okay. Rampage. Okay. Tomb Raider. Which one? Uh, 2018, so the re uh, re relaunch with uh, Alicia Vikander um, Mortal Kombat 2021 Ugh. Sonic the Hedgehog Ugh. Detective Pikachu Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and then Werewolves Within um, I remember Detective Pikachu that was a cute movie it was cute would have been better if Danny DeVito was Pikachu right <laughs> so looking at like that kind of list um to me, especially that Uncharted's at the bottom of that top 10 at like a 41%, I, I started having this idea or theory that if you start adapting a video game that has a deep, deep lore and backstory, it is so much harder to actually adapt it. Are you saying Uncharted has a deep lore? Well, deep backstory. There's four games. Five technically, actually six. Well, six technically. Sure, if you're if you're going What's the six, the PSP one. Oh right, the uh -huh. PSP. You have so much backstory that already exists, so much canon, so much. This is who the character is. It's been developed. Like this is who Nathan Drake is. Also, shout out to Nathan Drake being in this movie. Briefly. Oh yeah, Nolan North. Yeah, I love that. I started just, laughing. Just Alyssa's chilling like, on the why, beach. Why are you chuckling? Oh, about is that? that that's Nolan North? How did you not know? When it they sounds came, when like Nathan Drake. He sounds like Nathan Drake. The score comes on yeah. for no apparent reason. And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, that happened to me once. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just it, it, anyway, I, it, we've spent so you're much. Cute. You're I adorable. Just, I, missed, I missed the, it. I'm sorry. You're adorable. At least for the three of us who have played all of the games. <coughs> you, we have all played the games, right? I missed the fourth one. Oh, God. You didn't miss me. much. Um, anyway. I, this some, movie made me want to there's play. There's some solid one. action, but you didn't yeah. miss much. Yeah. It's... It, it's a well-established character with a well-established storyline and relationships and character building. It's all there to, to then try to adapt that. And just like you, you run into a point of, do you redo something that's already happened in one of the games and try to like faithfully adapt one of the game's stories? Or do you just go and branch out on your own and try to make a whole new story around it? But I'm trying to went the way with, Let's do an origin story for Nathan Drake. Like, were you were you curious about where he got his gun holsters? <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> I did like when he puts it on and the music comes on. I was like, oh, okay. Jesus. Like, I can imagine being in theater like, ha-ha! Oh, <laughs> we were all waiting for this. I saw what you did there. I just, I, I just don't know. And then I tried to... Also, Kitty got wet in the uh, the bar. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh. oh deep cuts. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like maybe if like a video game has a minimal backstory, you can probably make a better case for making an interesting movie. Like Detective Pikachu. Like they went in that uh, direct... Like you know who Pikachu is as an established character. And they just went, you know what? But what if we did this instead? And you're kind of like... Oh yeah, that's a new angle. That's cool. I never really what, thought about what it. What if that we way. remade who made who framed Roger Rabbit with, with Pikachu with, and with not, Pokemon yeah. and not go the whole nine yards? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. I feel like there's something there where. And then I tried to watch Sonic the Hedgehog, where I thought that theory might continue to hold up. Where if you have a relatively minimal backstory, 
Like there's a story. There's Sonic, a deep. There's a deeper I, lore with Sonic the Hedgehog than there I is guess. with Uncharted. I guess. <laughs> anyway, I fucking hated Sonic the Hedgehog, but that's that's Man, a whole other conversation. No, come on. Um, I I think you guys were just all under a spell during COVID, and that's why you loved it. And I saw it, it before exist. COVID. It was fine. Fine. Just like this movie. This movie was aggressively aggressively fine. fine. Aggressively, aggressively fine. It's entertaining enough. The pirate ship thing was weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like that they adapted certain moments from the games. Yeah. yeah I, I really, I really cool. liked how some of the set pieces were just some like more. taken straight out of the game. Like yeah. the whole plane sequence. I like yeah. how they tried to do that. That was sick. I mean, that's not how physics works, but yeah. you well, know yeah, what? Whatever. Obvious. We'll yeah. just, we'll just and, let that happen. We'll I, let it happen. Like, I don't know if I'm the only one that noticed this, but he moved like Nathan Drake. The way Nathan Drake jumps in the games, that's yeah. how he jumps yeah. in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, love that. Yeah, was well, I guess yeah, he did quite a few of his own stunts for this one. So yeah, maybe. Well, mm-hmm. it's not like he had like he's in front of a green screen anyway. Yeah, he's not yeah, flying. No, I know, yeah. I know. I meant like you he's know, in terms of like hit by a car, they didn't CGI double him and then make him jump like Nathan Drake. Yeah. He did jump like, jumped, like on yeah. some wires on a green screen, but whatever, yeah. it still worked. He had a fan blowing in his face. It's fine. I, yeah. I disagree with you on it needing a deep that on Uncharted being a deep lore. <laughs> He's basically a more charismatic Indiana Jones. Yeah, and he li- and he, that's it. He's a more yeah. charismatic Indiana Jones, and he shoots more people than Indiana Jones. Yeah, and he sent he seems except to, in this movie, except in this movie, and he seems to run into a lot of evil characters in the a antiquities game. Amount. Yeah, <laughs> surprising <laughs> amount of evil in Art, the antiquities hardcore the game. artifact game. Yeah, and I think this movie just went too far with his origin. Like we don't. Like, yeah, like, I yeah. don't give a shit. I didn't give a shit about his brother in the games. I sure as shit don't give a shit don't about him now. <laughs> don't care. But like you don't you don't that, need that as his thing. Just literally, hey, I like collecting shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that I think was part of my issue too, is like they leaned so far heavily into like giving this guy an origin story and developing his character, even though as I said his character is developed. It's They're trying well, to franchise. They forgot about like the treasure hunt. The treasure hunt became like Oh, and now we have to do this. Oh, by the way, these two keys fit together. Cool. Like, oh, I'm in a Papa John's. I love the Papa John's. Cool. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's just... It, they, and that was a brutal fight. I was... For a PG-13, that's a brutal yeah. knockdown fight. Yeah. It just... I don't know. It, it, it lost... It, it was trying to be an adventure movie, but the adventure was just so boring that they then focused on the characters, but the characters were so meh that I just yeah. didn't like none of it. I, I didn't like any of it a lot. I didn't love any part of it. It was all just kind of there. It was like a nice plain bowl of oatmeal. That's why enjoy. I said aggressively fine. Yeah. Like there's some enjoyable parts, him and Marky Mark. Eh, they, no. they're all right. No. Toge- they're all no. right together. They're, they're, they could have been. They're, no, I don't think no. he was completely wrong for Nathan Drake. But I think Marky could've... Mark disappears for the yeah. back half of the movie. Yeah, after I the think... Papa John's, he's just gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably well, got Sully the shits does from just... Papa John's, yeah. Jimmy. Sully yeah. does disappear in the game a lot. He's not always yeah, there. I know, I know, right? He's not always yeah. there. So and was... like, the, I like them breaking each other's balls, but I think they needed more of that. Yeah, 
lean heavier into that into the ball and maybe you just make it the two of them it didn't have anyway whatever and i don't think it needed to be more father son that's what the relationship yeah. is mm-hmm. sully yeah. is his father is well, basically his father figure yeah, it's cuz marky mark doesn't have all that gray hair yet like no he's not and he doesn't have the damn mustache. Yeah. Well, he gets yeah. the mustache. Give him the, at the fucking mustache. How can you have a movie with Sully as the character and not have the damn mustache? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Tom Holland did no. not work. Marky Mark did not work. My wife, my wife, who has not played the games, does not know anything about Uncharted. She's literally saw me play it in passing. She even said both of them were miscasted. I, I don't think they were something. miscast. No, they I just think they could have. I think they could have picked someone yeah. better. They made it work, but they and <clears throat> you know fucking Tom Holland's basically playing Peter Parker without yeah the without spiders. patterns. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> another <laughs> thing she said. Peter Parker basically without the powers yeah. and a treasure hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Peter Parker with with treasures. Yeah, yeah. Vaguely treasures. Vaguely, Vaguely treasures. treasures. But it he was fine. It was fine. It was, it was all yeah. fine. Like it could have been, it could have been so much better. And to your point, like, I feel the parts I disliked in the games were when it wasn't about treasure hunting and not about running away from the bad guy. When they stop, mm. they stop to be like, "Oh, he had a brother. Oh, yeah. let's look into this." And yeah. then, sure enough, when I watch this movie, oh, he had a brother. I don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> make it make it just a straight up treasure hunting thing. Yeah, yeah, and he, focus more on the, like he, I finished this movie and I want to watch National Treasure again because yeah. that focuses more on the treasure hunt exactly. than this yeah. fucking movie does. Yeah, like literally. Here's how you make Uncharted. Nathan Drake he hunt he goes for treasure. He has a buddy named Sully. Yeah. They have there's somebody and then literally cut out that first hat that first little chunk God. of the movie and yeah. cut right into him meeting up with Antonio Banderas. Yeah, there done. Yeah. There it's. It's a lot more concise. Don't kill Antonio Banderas like a chump. <laughs> oh, yeah. That he too. Like he just punk. fucking just. Yeah. He died like what a the punk, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. I also appreciated Chekhov's red Mercedes. <laughs> I called that. I called that. <laughs> Don't damage the car. We already know it's going to get damaged. You showed us it at the beginning. Yeah. Why did they even bother showing that? Why is that? Why do, why do we need the record scratch? You're probably wondering how I got here. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. No. no. Show me no. later. Show no. me. Sorry, I take it back. I know why they showed it because when they show it again, they're showing it from a different angle. Yeah, right. Because they have to show Chekhov's fucking Bravo red car. (laughs) Bravo. I the girl who's uh, is it Chloe? Chloe. 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 She was fine. Yeah, I liked her. I liked her better than anybody else in that movie. I would say she's the best part of the movie. She does very well, and I do like when they're doing the the hunting through. That leads them to Papa John's. Yeah. That, that was fun. But yeah, and Papa John's. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm standing in an empty Papa John's. There's no one here. Why? <laughs> what? Like, why? It wasn't why? even empty. There was enough yeah. feet. There was plenty of people there. They all run away because you're fighting Oh, yeah, because he, th- yeah, he throws a fucking chair at the wall. <laughs> because this psycho white guy's trying to, <laughs> trying also, to break the glass. They were in, they were in Spain at this point. Spain or Italy? Uh, I think it was Spain. Spain. Morocco? Mor- For the Papa John's integration? That I was Spain. They were in Spain. Okay. I'll, I, think, I'll try I, think, I trust you both. They're in Spain. Somewhere in Europe. Tony, don't even bother looking up. They're, in, right. they're somewhere in Europe. Somewhere somewhere in Europe. Somewhere and, in Europe where and, Papa John's and, has infiltrated. Papa John's has opened a restaurant in a historic part of the city, and it's bumping. There's people... 
Why are you eating pizza at a Papa John's in Spain? <laughs> Go anywhere else, literally anywhere. Why is there a Papa John's in Spain? Well, James, there's McDonald's everywhere. Well, at least McDonald's is consistent food. There's Subway everywhere. You can get better pizza. Probably. Somewhere in Spain. I, I, that'll agree with. I don't mind Papa like if he, I don't mind as for chain pizza, I don't mind Papa John's. If it was a McDonald's integration, I'd honestly be like, Yeah, that makes sense. I could I could yeah, there's people in a McDonald's in Spain, but Papa John's Maybe they couldn't get McDonald's, they had to settle for Papa John's. Apparently pizza's coming back in a big way this year, James. Let lest you forget there was an integ- there was a little Caesars integration with the Batman. That's true. That's true there was. Jesus. I'm surprised he wasn't eating little Caesars in the Batman. <laughs> he was eating the bat zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Let's let's pause. I never for... leave the bat cave without it. <laughs> let's let's pause so I can figure out the facts and eat my bat zone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. I don't know. It was just it was it was a very aggressively meh movie. Yeah, it's just fine. It's not a good enough for a video game movie. It's no. fine. Who cares? Yeah. They they clear they've been trying to make this movie for, for yeah. well over a decade. They made it. It's fine. We can move on now. We're we gonna get a sequel. Uh it did well enough. So it yeah, we'll well. probably we're, get we're, a sequel. And he'll have that. the mustache. And he'll have the cigar. Yep. And you know, probably spray paint his gray hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, just for men. Did he have? Did he have gray hair? Touch of gray. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, it's it's like I don't think they'll spray paint it. They'll just get him to Sully to say say hi to your mother for me. Yeah, (laughs) just for men. Yeah. I want I want them to bring what's her name in. Which one? Uh, who's Drake's girlfriend? Oh yeah, I can't remember her name. The report. The reporter. Yeah, the the photographer. Oh, the photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got Elena. 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 Thank you. Yes. I, w- I was hoping she would show up at some point. No. And I wanted more. Uh, That's for the sequel. I wanted more of him and Chloe kind of like, well, they won't they. Sure. Type thing. I wanted more of that because in the game, they're definitely like, oh, yeah, we used to we used to hook up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I wanted a little more of that as opposed to I'm going to write this and confuse her. Sure. And even yeah, though she's exactly. and even though she's been fooled a bunch of times in this movie, she's just also, got a hook, line, and sinker. Also, can we just talk about for a second? So he there's like there's two confusion things. There's one, the confusion with uh the bad guys go to the wrong beach. Uh the second confusion is the mislead for, for Chloe so that she wouldn't go after the treasure and so that Tom Holland could go get it himself. But I'm sorry, what are the odds that he is driving his boat past the exact specific spot when all of the bad guys just show up on the coast again? Like, they left a beach and, what, made a U-turn? And then saw his boat speeding past and went, oh, he knows where he's going. Let's follow him. And, yeah, they what? totally can, like, pinpoint. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's totally Nathan Drake. That's, that's, that's not just that's some white guy. That's yeah, he, Drake. with their bare eyes, no one's got binoculars <laughs> up. No, 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 that's Nathan. That's him. It has to be. It's a boat. What? Like stupid. Just stupid. Yeah. There was a lot of stupid moves in it. It was I thought it was entertaining enough. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was aggressively fine. I liked the action. Sure. Fair. But anytime it wasn't treasure hunting or Except that dog shit sword fight bullshit in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. That, that CGI looked like ass. Yeah. <laughs> the set pieces, the action, the treasure hunting. That's all good. When it's being uncharted, yeah, I liked it. When it's not, yeah, I just don't give a shit. Didn't care. 
Also, why didn't he burn his hands on those light those light fixtures? I don't know. Like oh, I, I've yeah. seen police yeah. story. Yeah. His hands are mangled. Yeah. And he did it for realsies. Tom Holland's not wearing fucking gloves. At yeah. least like pretend you're in pain. Yeah. Oh, they're all LED, Dave. Yeah, Doesn't that's matter. what I was about to say. <laughs> LED. Wave he probably the would still be in pain. They probably would still be pretty warm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It yeah. There's a lot that was just aggressively fine. I enjoyed watching National Treasure right after it because it's a much, much more fun treasure hunt of a movie. I'm more yeah. pissed off that people like Mortal Kombat 2021, <laughs> the 95. The 95. 95 yeah. is the perfect video game yeah. movie. Perfect. Yeah. Five minutes of here's who this is, here's who this is, here's who this is. And, and then the rest go. of it, you came for. Yeah. What'd you come for? You came to Fucking see people combat. beating the shit yeah. out of each other. And that's what you're going to get for yeah. the next 85 minutes. Yeah. Whereas, whereas <laughs> the newer Mulder Combat was uh, not all, that at all. Not or, that. All, all origin story. They yeah. don't even, it's called Mortal Kombat. They don't even go to the fucking tournament. Nope. It's all the pre tournament oh. before the tournament. I will say, though, the bit. With Kun Lao throwing oh, yeah. his hat down yeah. <laughs> like a bus. Definitely. See, and that's it. No notes. Everyone, no everyone, notes. everyone gave it a high praise because Perfect. of that, and it skewed Just all like, the numbers. Like Perfect. zero notes. <laughs> skewed all the numbers. Tony, you've been watching some other ones. Oh Jesus. Um, yeah, I have. Um, they haven't been great, but there's one that I really, really enjoy. You guys are gonna give me so much shit for it, but I need to say it. Need for Speed. That movie. You know, I've never seen it. Oh my god, James! It's go. It's it's kind of boring. Tony loves it, but here's the thing. Okay, the movie's loud, so you need to. I was watching it on my phone, and I almost blew out my eardrum. That's how loud it is. Uh, as the Dakota director in intended. Yeah. What? Isn't our girl Dakota in that? Yeah, she is. Love it. I now have my my top act actress on my letterbox is now DJ. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Nice. So. It has a bunch of pacing issues. Um, it doesn't yeah. really. It doesn't really get started until like forty minutes in. Right, because so, it's an origin story. Because there's a little bit of an or for speed. <laughs> hey man, but you know what? Aaron Paul, like, like he's he not was, right for that. He's movie. definitely yeah. not right for it. I'm I'm doing a terrible job of this movie, but it's racing. It's it's exactly what Need for Speed was. Right, and I just I Except just like when it's not. Except when it's, except so when when, it's not. When, when it's need for when speed. When it's need for speed. So basically Uncharted. So basically when it's like uncharted, uncharted, it's great. When it's not Uncharted, it sucks. Stop listening to Dave. Honestly, it's a fun watch. It's it's well, aren't the car chases actually real? It's not yeah. the CGI. Yeah. Bullshit. It's no, it's not. They're 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 car chases, and the car chases are fucking great. Like cool. gone in sixty seconds, kind of kind of oh, shit. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that one. A fucking shittier one that I watched was Double Dragon. Aww. Oh, you watched Double Dragon? Watched Double Dragon. Oh, good for you. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Scott Wolf. Scott too. Wolf. The guy from Iron Chef. Yeah. The shit kicked there. out of him by Keanu Reeves in yeah. John Wick Three. The guy. Uh, this is this is a this is an ultimate that guy. Enzo from uh, Lethal Weapon. You know the guy who like electrifies um, rigs with the sponge? Nice. He's in it. He's one of the henchmen. And it's fucking great because I recognize I remember it. his fucking... You wouldn't... Or you wouldn't he's in Die Hard too. You like he's the sponge guy. <laughs> <laughs> I is actually he the, is knew... He, uh, is he the guy who gets his knees blown out in Die Hard? I'm fairly or certain. He, or, or the one who eats the crunchy? He's the one who eats the crunchy. Okay. okay. <laughs> nice. But that movie, like... I remember my grandmother gave that to me on VHS, and I out and I wore out the tape, 
and I'm watching it now as a grown 30 year old and asking why asking why <laughs> why did 30, I do this you're almost 32 <laughs> yeah also yeah. who hurt you why you rewatch you wore out the double dragon day I yeah I did I did why? I, I I don't know why I don't know it was double dragon it was three ninjas like I just liked kids Kicking the shit out of people, apparently. Scott Wolf's not a child, Tony. Well, like, you know, it was very kid-friendly. <laughs> Christ. I also watched Resident Evil. Um, that one is... Uh, oh, the first one? Yeah, the first yeah. one. The first one. That um, that one was decent. With Mila? With Mila, Mila Jovovich. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't what I remember. Like, it was a lot shittier than I remember it being, but it was I definitely... Just, I just remember the laser thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah the laser thing the was, fucking, was fucking cool. <laughs> Still cool. But, like, the CGI in it, that big monster at the end? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Like, Microsoft Paint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You know what? On par CGI with fucking uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> oh, don't fucking get me started on that piece of shit. It's an atrocity. I haven't seen it. It's an atrocity. I don't see... And this is it. Like we're talking this, about all yeah. these, all these movies, and like Tony's like, yeah, for Need for Speed, it's great when it's Need for Speed, and not when it's not Need for Speed. What is it? like? What? How have we not found a successful video game adaptation formula yet? Why is none of it working? Like every single movie that we've talked about here, as I said, like the highest fucking, the highest Rotten Tomatoes is Sonic the Hedgehog two at sixty eight percent, minus Werewolves Within. Well, that's a whole other thing, mm-hmm. but. Like everything else is so What did so you like bad. about Sonic? Oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, James. Just I like that. Stop talking. No notes. No notes. No, 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 no. Leave it there. Leave it there. Stop talking. <laughs> I wanted to kill myself. Like every like the jokes weren't working for me. And I also you're not I'm, a child, correct? And I understand that I'm not its target demo. But like it's all it just didn't it did it did nothing for me. And I don't I'm not into '90s Jim Carrey anymore. I can't. His Doctor Robotnik is just no no no. Not even the dance did anything for me. And mainly Are because you dead on the inside. Mainly Are because you telling me I'm a child because I yes. like Sonic. Mainly because okay, that, that dance in the middle of it, the power goes out in his truck or whatever, and then he puts the power back on, and somehow the correct amount of time has passed. Still, like the song didn't stop and then start from that point. No, nope, we jumped to the chorus when he turned the power back on. That doesn't make any sense. The song stopped. The whole power went out in your fucking truck, and somehow the song kept playing. James, where it's just. James. I'm mad. <laughs> I was already out of it by that point. I was it's just true. like, now I just started nitpicking. James, it's about a, it's about a blue hedgehog who yeah. runs quickly. Yes. And there's parts at the beginning and he that looks I kind of like. He looks like Sonic the Hedgehog instead of whatever that monstrosity was that they originally were going with. <laughs> oh my, that the yeah. internet told yeah. them not to go with. Yeah. The yeah. internet said no. Yeah. I mean, I like. they didn't pay all the CGI. They didn't pay all the CGI artists. Great. That's always lovely to hear. I liked the final sequences. I thought they were fun. And like that final battle with Robotnik was fun, if I'm praising anything about it. And I liked some of the CG work, even though they didn't pay it. Pay the artist. Pay the artist to do it. Um I don't I don't know. I just none of none of the rest of it worked for me. There were some funny moments, but then the rest was just like I just wanted him to shut the fuck up. It's Ben Schwartz, I, man. Like it's kinda what you get. Yeah, I'm done with Ben Schwartz. <sighs> Discount Ryan Reynolds. After Party was great. After Party was fine. Because he wasn't talking a mile a minute because there's too many other people there. 
I think you're. I think to your point, what you're saying, because I'm thinking of um, 2018 Tomb Raider as well. Sure. Yep. Everything where it's just the game, we seem to like. Anything yeah. it's not, we don't like. So maybe, yeah, maybe to your point, or to my point originally, here's five minutes of character development. <laughs> yeah. That, like minimal, like just to tell you who they are. Yeah. And then here's 85 minutes of what you actually came for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, and I think that's what it is. Anything that starts establishing weird backstory or lore or deep canon and shit, it just like, never works. Like, like people, even fucking Monster Hunter. I did. I, uh, either of you watch Monster Hunter? I've seen Monster Hunter. What I immediately forgot fuck? it after Why? I watched it. It's awful. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is. It's fucking awful. I but bet it is. when they're fighting monsters, it's kind oh, of cool. Minus that cool, it's yeah. edited to garbage and it looks yeah. like shit, but. Yeah. It's Isn't there like still cool. Seven Resident Evil sequels. There sure yeah, is. There sure is. I, I so counted the ones did that something I, right. Yeah. I counted the ones that I watched, and I got up to I got up to the fifth one, and then I tapped out. I got, tapped yeah. out right at the last one. Like I need to see the last one. You know when I tapped out yeah. after the first one. Yeah. I've oh, never fair. seen anything. You didn't else. watch. You didn't watch the second one that was all done in Toronto. No. That one was cool. They blew up they're, all done, they're all done in Toronto. Yeah, but that they? one's that one's very, very Toronto. Toronto. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, aren't they all done in Toronto? Yeah, yeah but that apparently one's Raccoon very City Toronto. is actually Toronto. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna just, say, uh No. What were you gonna finish? Because you were gonna say you were gonna say something about Resident Evil and I was gonna change change the movie. Change it. All right. I was gonna say Rampage wasn't that bad. I mean the dialogue is absolutely horrendous. But like Again, you get, you get when, when you you're play, when you, you're rampaging, we're having a good time. Yeah, when you're but, not rampaging, we're not loving it. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just gotten to a point where it's like, stop trying to grab an audience that's not into video games. Just yeah. make the fucking video game. It's that easy. Yeah. With Rampage, they needed to do a little more. I get, yeah. I get. It. You had to show how they become. Yeah, how did we, yeah. yeah. But like, how did we get that, here? How yes. did we get to this part where they're mutants that are fucking destroying buildings? Yeah. Most of the most of the most of it in Rampage though is all it's all action. It's basically a fucking kaiju movie yeah, yeah. at this point, right? Like, not not saying like when they're at rampaging, it's 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 not good because like it's just cheese, right? Yeah. And like. You're watching a rampage movie about three animals that get turned into kaiju's and rip apart your city. Yeah, right. Like, what, 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 what are you expecting? Yeah, I don't. Well, and then the rock. And then the rock doing rock things. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what what will break us out of aggressively meh video game adaptation movies. I, I don't really know what the solution is, but that's all we've gotten so far is aggressively meh or just awful. Yeah, and awful. Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat and, and one Mortal Kombat. Yeah, um, because the second one's awful. The yeah. second one is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. You know what the lowest one on that list is though, just to just to wrap this up and yeah. then we'll Uncharted is definitely not the lowest. It is it is just fine, aggressively meh. You can watch it. You want to know what the lowest one on the list is with an absolute 0%? Hit me. Tekken. I didn't even know there was a Tekken movie. Neither did I. <laughs> I thought it would have been House of the Dead. Nope. It's Tekken. Fuck. House of the Dead. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof is movie. right. That's a movie. <laughs> a film. That is a film. Yeah. Well, they actually they cut in like like scenes from the game. Yeah, oh, they yeah. do. Scenes yeah. From somebody yeah, playing the game. Exactly. That's all how, right. That's how great that movie was. All right. So we're all. So me and James are. It was fine, and you're you fucking hated it, man. Fuck, fuck Uncharted. <laughs> fine, that's fine. You can have that. Thank you. Can you. Have it. Thank you. So it's a it's a no recommend unless you literally have nothing else to watch that you can throw it on and maybe find some enjoyment there. I, otherwise, just skip it. Just don't worry about it. It's yeah. fine. 
Yeah. Maybe watch the sequel. If they then don't have to give a backstory, maybe it'll be all about the treasure hunting for once. Yeah, well, I we've hate, already told I the hate. fucking backstory. Why yeah. don't we just get to the treasure hunting? I hate yeah. when we have to keep doing this. We have to get through an origin story just to watch yeah. the fucking... It's just like TV shows where you're like, you gotta get through the first 17 yeah. first, seasons. <laughs> when you get yeah. to number 18, that's, that's the winner. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. So, on to our final segment before we wrap this all up. Button it up. Dave's New Blues. Do we have a show and tell today or no? We do, but oh. I'm going to change it up a bit. Oh. And we're going to talk about Dave's new collectibles. Oh, oh Dave's new collectibles. All right, what are we collecting? Dave's, Dave's new collectibles. It's not me collecting this. I will, I will show you boys. It's not so much me collecting this as much as I needed to buy it immediately when I saw it, and I'm okay. glad I did. Okay. So, da- oh my God, Dave just bought hot dog fingers. Yes, I did. What? Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah, Tony hasn't seen. Oh yeah, Tony has yet. no idea. What is this? It is it is a tie-in for uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're one of the uh, one of the universes. Uh, universes is they all have hot dog fingers. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so so these yeah, are, it's, it's these a are a pair of hot. Where the hell did you find this on the A twenty four website? It's oh, a sure. pack of ten fingers, so you can you can be one of the hot dog finger people. And just attach them all to your fingers and go. Open it wow. up, James. Let's see you put on the hot dog all fingers. Right. All right, here we go. Let's. Uh, I've always wanted to be a hot dog person. <laughs> oh my god, it comes with like a whole. Oh, it's a glove. No glove, no love. <laughs> here, Dave, you can have one. All right, all right, Dave and I are, are hot dog fingering. Oh, okay, this is a left hand. Ugh. What the actual fuck? Oh my I god, I, I have hot dog so, fingers. I love it so much. <laughs> I just, I'm not going to repeat what just it. happened right now. Uh, I love but, it. Like Tony, you got some ketchup and mustard. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. This like, is one of the best purchases I have ever amazing. made in my life. I can't believe they made. They're sold these. out. Now. They're sold out now. So my only question: How are you supposed to masturbate, Tony? It's a weird. <laughs> mo- it's a. It's a weird universe. You James and is you trying gotta, to figure it out. You right gotta now. watch. You gotta watch the movie. You gotta Shit. watch the movie. <laughs> James and anyways, me and, me and James were just doing the erotic stuff from the yeah. movie. Oh, well, like, I wouldn't have known. Well, maybe you need to watch the movie. fucking movie already. Forget about Doctor mm. Strange. Go see this Go see this multiverse, multiverse movie. movie. All right. All and right. and don't be like, oh, I, I don't want to say it on the podcast. No, either, no. either way, <laughs> I needed these immediately. immediately. Yeah, these are amazing. I love that there's nutrition facts on the side. Oh, yeah. It's all which, 0%. Yeah, it's 0%. But, like, why... <laughs> Actually, I guess because they're actually, hot dog. To fingers. Tony's point, pre-tenderized USDA recommends hot dogs for fingers. You are not unlovable. There is always something to love. Fingers may ooze condiments when engaged in love rituals. What the <laughs> actual fuck? It's a big finger gun. Oh, that is a ah! big finger guns. Hot dog guns. Hot dog guns. This is amazing. This yeah. is. Uh, I, I like this this segment of collectibles. <laughs> well done. I'm glad you actually bought these. Yeah, I needed Good them. for you. I needed them. Good for you. So. Anyways, with that, I will say... Kicking this club off! Oh, ow. Jesus. <laughs> I will I will say that uh, thanks again to Hot Docs for yes. accrediting us. Thank and, you, Hot Docs. Um, unfortunately, Tony will not thank Marky Mark, but... Never. Sorry, Marky Mark. I'll always I love hope you. you all enjoyed yourselves just like we did. I'm going to keep my hot dog fingers on now. But until next time, I'm Dave. Tony. James. And we will see you.
soon. Two weeks, everybody. You're not vengeance. <laughs>